the college baseball experience NCAA baseball tournament picks for Friday, June 2nd episode on the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by edge boost. Yes. Edge boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. What a fantastic thing that is. Go to sports gambling slash edge to get started today. And remember as always folks to let it ride. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi state. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. some college baseball. If you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to, well, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um I don't have stress and I'm healthy. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. (laughs) Oh, perhaps West Virginia Mountaineer fans are saying that in their dorm rooms. That they're renting. Oh, man, this is a beautiful, beautiful thing. People bitching, complaining. Because they're in a Kentucky dorm. Hey, if you're single, better better chance to find some scattered ass going about the university. Well, if you're a West Virginia player, why not? You know, could be better than the Hilton Garden Inn. I'm not sure, but this guy, he's better than the Hilton Garden Inn. I'll tell you that right now. He is the he's the heartbeat behind this 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 program, folks. All right. And he's also been behind the scenes on the college basketball experience, the college football experience. You, you've seen him on the MLB gambling podcast. He's anywhere. He lays his hat as his own. Give it up for Noah Beanick. How you doing, brother? What's going on, Colby? I'm excited, dude. I can't wait. I'm having trouble containing the uh, emotion. I, this is like we all say. This is like basically Christmas morning when you get a brand new bracket, whether it's the uh, March Madness tournament for college basketball, NCAA tournament, for college baseball. I even get it about the Frozen Four. Uh, come on, football. Where's your break? Oh, uh, apparently they're working on that sort of. But the SEC just announced <laughs> an eight-game schedule. The fuck is that? All right, let's get a conference with seventy-five teams and only play uh, four games. All right, come on. I've been lobbying Hawaii to the Big Ten. All right, Big Ten's doing this shit too. Uh, but let's get excited. I mean, come on. I got. I got music. We got a real playoff, folks. This isn't one of these college football things. This is more, I mean, FCS. It's like the FCS, but look, we're going to see great games, right? And it all starts tomorrow. It's like the NCAA tournament, the Frozen Four. We just alluded to it, but I'm super excited. And you should be too. And this is a growing sport in America. And I think a lot of that has to do with technology because 20 years ago, you couldn't watch any of this shit. And. I'm telling you, if you give it the chance, maybe you're a basketball or football fan just tuning in. Hear me out. Give it, give it a chance, and I guarantee you it'll pay you back tenfold. Let's go, buddy. And uh, look, before we get into each game, I guess I got to get a spade. I want to tell you that the college baseball experience is brought to you by Edge Boost. Yes, and this ep- episode is supported by Edge Boost, but Edge Boost is the world's first bet now. Pay later Visa card. 
Uh, Edge currently offers up to uh, twenty five hundred in betting advances, which can be extremely valuable. That's an extremely valuable tool, especially if you're going. Depends on the scenario. Maybe you're just you want you've been waiting for college baseball season, but you just had a fucking root canal, and you're just like, oh man, I was waiting to bet on uh, Vanderbilt and their staff. I love that pitching staff, and I just feel like what happened. What happened? I had to get this root canal. You know, you never know the obstacles life's gonna throw. Maybe you're in a relationship, and you're just like, man, I'm trying to throw like eight hundred dollars in this account, but my my wife is gonna say, hey, what, what what is this here? There's always a this is like a quarterback snake. All right, play action fake right here. Let's go. Uh, look. Um, imagine what you can do with an increased bankroll. You could win a lot of money. We're gonna give you. Some some big time winners. I feel like uh, some some live dogs will be barking. Uh, but you can get down on some of your favorite futures without tying up your bankroll for months, and that's part of what's great about it. You can double down on your favorite bet you like, or I don't know, create an awesome middle, or perhaps even hedge. Even though I don't I don't advise to do that. It's kind of a pussy thing to do. But look, edge boost isn't some sleazy loan shark. You don't have to worry about you know. You're going out on the town with your wife, and uh, you see all of a sudden you see uh, old Jimmy two times, and you got to avoid him. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> there's no interest. There's no interest charged here. So your knees are safe, your kneecaps, your elbows, your life, all that good stuff. You're not gonna have to come up with some excuse. You know, when you show up with the broken, your arms in a sling, your wife's wondering what the hell happened. Ah, I fell off the roof setting up something. No, you don't got to. It's just this is honest. This is good. All right. Um, so. Support SGPN and grow your bankroll by going to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Must be 21 years or older to use. Proud with gambling. Call 1 800 Gambler. All right. We are back on the college baseball experience. And look, hopefully, you listened to our episode yesterday with, with me, Noah, and Moneyline Mac. That was fun going through our brackets. It was fun. But I enjoyed that a lot. I um, love I love seeing some of these odds, though, on these, yeah. these game and ones. We First have, games, yeah, and we have totals, which is something that we've been keeping in our back pocket here on the college baseball experience. Last year, we coined it the overs buffet. It's if you know us, uh, the college experience, the sports gambling podcast from March Madness, you know of the first half unders. Now, the reason why I haven't really mentioned it at all this year throughout the the year is that we've barely seen any totals, any over unders on any of these games. Because the books lost a lot of money early on the season. DraftKings completely took them down. They didn't offer them the rest of the season. They're back. They opened around five today. And we here with the college baseball experience play every over. And last year it went 21 and nine. It was a positive 9.3 units. And here's, here's the reason why the, the thought process behind the overs. If you take anything away from this podcast, make it be overs. Because we, if you want any action on the NCAA tournament, I just would like to persuade you on an over on Friday because that's when you're really going to take advantage of these most. Um, how I started following this trend was in 2021, I had a couple of buddies on the Central Michigan baseball team. They play in the Mid-American Conference. There's not a ton of money. It's not like the SEC. Maxion, baby. Yeah. Basically, they play with different baseballs than in the NCAA tournament. And the same issue pops up in the NCAA tournament for college basketball with different basketballs. They use this. Uh, I think it's the Wilson ball that everybody complains about. And they have to adjust uh, shooting wise. The uh, there's, same- there's several angles, I think. I think you got that. And I also think, you know, you're yeah. playing. You're, you've been so used to, well, to uh, competition yeah, within your own conference. It. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm digging into it. So it. The different baseball affects the pitchers. So what they say is that the the seams are a little bit higher on the baseball in conference in the MAC than they are in the NCAA tournament. A lower seamed baseball is going to uh, it's going to uh, increase the flight in, in drag on the baseball. So it's going to fly even further. In 2021, my buddies on Central Michigan, their team totaled 13 home runs all season long. In the South Bend Regional in 2021, they hit nine home runs in three games. One game, they got shut out. The next three, they hit nine home runs, and they got shut out again. 
They played five games and they hit <laughs> nine home runs. So that is number one. Number two is in general, the books are setting lines on mid-major aces are going to be pitching these games. This is the part that you were talking about, Colby, with the competition that they've played. These are not the same teams that are throughout the Missouri Valley Conference, throughout the Ivy League, throughout the Big West. The SEC, ACC, Big 12, Pac-12 teams that get at large bids have much better hitters and their rosters are much deeper and more like more consistent. I, I won't say more talented. They are able to do it at a more consistent basis. Is I, what I'll I, say. I, Baseball I, is kind of go ahead. If I, if I can crowbar that in like ball state is, uh, you know, obviously you're going to be going up against big time talent guys that are going to be mm-hmm. playing in, in the pros. Uh, but ball state heading into Lexington, not only that, you're going to go into a place. Like if you're playing at ball state, you're, you've been to Mount pleasant, Michigan, you know, you've been yeah. to, uh, so, you know, all these places. So you're going into this brand new place and uh, you know, where the crowd's going to be going against you for the most part. Um, and another thing is I, I just think it's nationally televised and it's oh, a growing yeah. sport. So the fact, look, I mean, I, I do stand up. I've been the, doing stand up for a long are time. Flowing. They're Dude, excited. I've done stand up along uh, yeah, for, for a long time. And I can tell you that if you're telling me I'm doing a show on TV, you're naturally way more nervous. Yeah. Just off the psycho- psychological and, side of that. And the last reasoning. So take all of those points, add this one. If a team jumps out to an early lead, the team that's losing could potentially save that pitcher. They're not going to run them out there to continue to get jumped by another team. They'll pull them back. They'll keep them at 40 at 50 pitches through three innings. They'll say, Hey, we'll get them next time. We have potentially four more games that we have to play in this regional. You'll get another chance on Saturday or Sunday. That's the thought process there. So they'll pull their best guy and then start throwing some guys that don't mean too much. See if the offense is able to climb them back into these games. If not, I mean, the other team just keeps piling on runs and these games are really high scoring. And I advise, see how it is the first day. On Friday last year, 21 and nine. The second day, the books overcorrected on the numbers and it was around 500. I think we're two games under 500, to be honest. So the first day, just like in college basketball with the first half unders, it only applies for the first round and then the books overcorrect. And folks, if you're listening to this, like this is a system play. Like maybe you're a college baseball fan that's not used to the college basketball experience or the sports gambling podcast. Uh, We've been doing this shit for a long time. All right. We, we have, I'm telling you, I mean, we've been doing the, the show for a long time, but I mean, yeah. I, I have personally seen, you know, real money Kramer who, you know, the created the sports gambling podcast, go to the betting window at, you know, circa or at some of these other uh, casinos in, in Vegas and place a wager. I'm talking thousands of dollars. I have seen at the window saying, Hey, give me every over in, in, in the, you know, and, and I, under, 30, every first half under, yeah, no, but, but I'm saying in, in baseball, I was every over yeah. and then college basketball, every first half under. And I have seen this system work. This is not just us guessing. Oh yeah. For I, sure. I have personally seen this work. And uh, the, it, the idea is that you spray the board. This trend hits at more than a 56% rate yeah. and it's going to make you money. So get in that's, on over there. That's the, that's the belief. It's going to be my second year tracking it. I, I noticed it in 2021 when my buddy said it last year, 21 and nine this year, we're doing it again. I wasn't sure if we were going to fully go in because we weren't sure if we were getting totals. Now we're getting totals. That's the move. So, and then fire for these, away for these games, the game previews are still kind of coming out. And I've heard the term trade uh, from Eric Backage, who is the former coach with Michigan, uh, the team that I followed most coaches trade names of their starting pitchers. And it's a little bit of gamesmanship. Sometimes they don't. And then these game previews don't have the starting pitcher. And that's what we're dealing with right now and trying to handicap these games. So a lot of what I'm going to be talking about or picking and what Colby's going to be picking on this show. There are a lot of like, I guess, early leans, you could say like, we're just waiting on a confirmed starting pitcher. And then that's when we would bet it. But we figured just get it out there and talk about it. And that way the people know like where we're at looking at this game prior to it starting, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and if we don't have the Intel, we still have, we we're, we're going to, I mean, let's be honest, man. We love, we love gambling. I mean, tomorrow's a work day. 
What do you got? What do you got going on? Uh, we'll I can be already tell. Yes, on All, our website. Yes, uh, get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. We're not trying to take your money. We make all of our picks on there as a collective. Hop on over there. Uh, you'll see it. We we use this site tally site that keeps track of them. Yeah, and we also and you, put the lock if, emoji next to the ones we like yes. the most. Yeah. So yeah. so I mean, if if we're able to insert totals on tally site, which I mean, totals haven't been out all season, but if we are, are able to, there's going to be a lock next to every one of them, which indicates that we've bet them all. And if that makes you money tomorrow, all we ask is use that SGPN app. Just go to the store and get a college baseball experience. College, which you're wearing one right now. Show that basketball Sh- experience shirt. Sh- look at right that here. beautiful shirt. Yeah, if you a can, a bunch of different colors. Yeah, that's all we ask. Yeah, if you can help us out, cool. Maybe maybe you're in a jam. Maybe you did have that. Uh, you know, uh, you had to go to the dentist. You you <laughs> had a root canal. All right, then fair enough. All right. Don't worry about it. But if you, if you can do it, do it. Cause we're not trying to take your fucking money. All right. No. But we've been doing this a long time and, and uh, you know, we, we feel confident about if we didn't trust yeah. it, we wouldn't be broadcasting it right now. Exactly. So uh, with that said, um, look, uh, I want to tell you before we hop into picking and going through these games, cause I see some that are super juicy and I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh dude, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to play these plays. Um, I want to tell you though that also going on right now is the NBA Finals and uh, the Stanley Cup. I mean, I think the NBA Finals is actually about to tip, but uh, we got two contests available for each of each of these: the NBA Finals and the Stanley Cup. Two more free contests. Once again, we're not trying to take your money. Uh, This is you enter exclusively on the SGPN app, which is free to download in the app store and Google play store series props, games, props. We're giving away a hundred dollar SGPN gift card up for grabs for each contest. Download the SGPN app and enter today folks. And remember as always to let it ride. And also make sure you're checking out the college football experience as well as we were about to, to, to lift off into uh, every year we've done this. We previewed all 133 teams solo episode on each and every team with the win total and our, and our, you want to talk about one of the things we're best at as an, as a company sports gambling podcast and sports gambling podcast network is the win totals in college football. So you're going to want to tune in to each and every episode because we have been fire. We have each been sport fi- has their success story. Yes. College football, yes. It is the preseason win totals. College basketball is the first half unders college baseball. is the first day of the NCAA tournament overs. Amen. And once again, we're not trying to sell you anything. All right. Um, This is not a service. We're not asking for your money. These are just out there for you. All right. So with that said, let's get into this because man, I'm telling you, I'm looking right now at at DraftKings, and I I see things that I like shout out to Honkus. There are rumblings that LSU is starting. uh, What's how do I pronounce it again? Schemes. Yeah. Right. Uh, Yeah. I'll believe it when I see it, but it would be very short sighted. So the, the thought process will get, we'll get there to the LSU game, but Skeens is their ACE. And really they only have two top starting pitchers and they'd be starting this guy against the team with only 19 wins. So it's not setting themselves up to win the regional. And this is also something that we should point out all the picks throughout the week, uh, yesterday's show, the tournament bracket picks and the show before that, with all the analysis that pertains to a weekend long regional. These are just one games, like one game settings. So like a mid major with a a good ace on the mound that we believe in, that's a valid bet, but they only have one guy in their starting rotation. They're not going to win three, four games in a weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. I mean, looking at this right now though, and shout out to Honka, shout out to everyone in the chat. Once again, subscribe on YouTube, YouTube youtube.com. Uh, slash the college experience. Subscribe. Tell your friend. Shout out to Jordan. Says you guys are the best. Keep it up. Thank you, Jordan. Appreciate you. Likewise, brother. Um, let. I mean, do I need to? There's 9 a.m. on the West. Where I'm in Los Angeles. I know you're in Michigan, but I'm noon saying, Eastern. yeah, noon Eastern. This is so perfect for me tomorrow, man. And I need this throughout my life. Like, you, you get, <laughs> you, you need this nonstop because. MLB should have daily. That's what daily I'm saying. Afternoon game. Yes, I mean it's so perfect. It's so perfect here. Army is taking on UVA. By the way, that run total twelve and a half. Blindly, blindly, we're taking the over. We are taking every over. Yes, blindly. It's a system play. You don't just pick and choose five. You got to go <laughs> all in. 
You got to go all in. Yes, uh, but I mean, look at this, man. I mean, they're plus three hundred. I know you took the Wahoos, right? Yeah. I have watched a decent amount of Army games this year, more than any year in my life, I think. <laughs> but I don't find it that crazy of a play. No, it's not. Not. I at don't all. find it that crazy of a play. I know you know Virginia's got a great history, you know, with their baseball program. But I call me crazy. I might just throw about you know. Obviously I have a lot of money going on on the overs, but I might throw 25, 50 bucks on uh, the boys from West point to win tomorrow. What are you doing here? Certainly a valid play. Cause army most likely again, like we're just toffing, like shooting off the hip because these pitching matchups, I'm going to be searching while Kobe's introing the show or like the game. I mean, but uh, th- it's not confirmed. So projecting here that army does throw their ACE. That's Mike Ruggieri. He's nine and one with the 286 ERA. That's gonna play. And the Cavs, uh, they have if they start their ace, it's Nick Parker. He missed some of the season after he took a hot shot comebacker off his face, broke his cheekbone. He pitched through the pain. He had a 659 ERA through that three-game stretch. Love but it. in in this month, in the month of May, he is 4-0 with a 288 ERA. So it's something to keep in mind. He is having a good stretch here. Um, but he has shown vulnerability in over the last two months. Uh, Army, I believe, uh, laid it on Charlotte earlier this year. Charlotte is in this field, you know. So I know you look. If you were to pull up Army's schedule, you don't see a lot of big time competition. Um, and they did go just one and two against uh, South Florida, but South Florida even gave ECU some problems there in the AAC. Uh, but uh, you look and I look at that. They won two of three against the Charlotte 49ers and the Charlotte 49ers are in this field. It, it, I'm going to just sprinkle a little bit on that money line. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on that money line plus 300. It's not the worst money line that you can play tomorrow. That's All right. Sure. At that same time, you get ball state, the Cardinals who we just talked about Maction baby. We all love Maction. When it comes to uh, well, especially college football, they do a great job of playing on weeknights when no one else is playing. But Ball State is in Lexington. I know. I mean, it, maybe you haven't heard the stories that you know they have the the country music <laughs> concert. They also have the high school championship ser- uh, games going on all in Lexington. It's really hard to get a room. Shout out to GBO Farms uh, in the chat uh, who had mentioned that he was in where you know he lives in Tennessee, I believe, and and he was in uh, working in Lexington yesterday and uh, for a very bad hotel room was like $500 or something. So uh, it's chaos. And they got these, these kids at the Kentucky wildcats dorm dorm rooms in Lexington, which you can only imagine what's going on there past the bong. Uh, But, um, (laughs) but also you have their fan, you know, some of their fan bases, they're offering the same dorms. Shout out to the 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 beautiful capitalist uh, with the University of uh, Kentucky saying, "Hey, you know these fans want to come down here. Uh, here's a nice room for uh, for four hundred dollars, right? Air condition might not work, and it might smell of bong residue, but don't worry about it. Uh, fantastic here, but I'm seeing Ball State. Uh, by the way, the over under on run totals uh, eleven. We're blindly taking the over, folks, because I think Kentucky might be able to get there by themselves. Uh, and uh, look, Ball State plus two thirty-five on the money line. Sorry, going chalk here. <laughs> Go, I'm going Kentucky here, and it's minus three hundred. So I don't even think. And and the the line is minus three and a half. By the way, and that was the same for the Army uh, the Army UVA game. That's another angle too. Is j- just take Army plus three and a half. Yeah, all these run lines are very yeah. enticing. Yeah, it's, it's just how much juice is on some of them because. I'm actually uh, it's not plus not, three and a half minus one twenty five. That's that's backable, but some of these are minus one forty, minus one fifty. So I would uh, pass and just rather just take the money line. Yeah, I, 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 and I, I'm not I'm not really fucking with Ball State here to tell you the truth, man. Um, but uh, Featherhead says download app can't sign in, and Google gets mad and says author authorization error doesn't. What is he talking about, man? Um, Featherhat. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com and you're going to click your phone. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> click, click on sportsgamblingpodcast.com though. 
Yeah, that's click on good. picks and uh, well, I haven't made my picks yet, but you will see them later tonight yeah. for for when tomorrow. When pictures come out. Yeah, yeah. But uh you will see that shout out to Lane Elliott and John Vetter as well. And Honk is saying you're whipping around regional coverage all weekend on ESPN Plus. Yes, that is true. Uh luckily we have uh 35,000 televisions here at the SGPN <laughs> studio, so I don't. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have so, that's tough, but that's for this Kentucky Ball State game, uh, the guy that I think could go here for the cards is Trenner O'Donnell. He'd be on seven days rest. He's five and three on the year with a 298 ERA, 92 strikeouts, 31 walks, and 84.2 innings. And then he has a 191 ERA in his last four starts. That's good. But Zach Lee has been the game one starter for Kentucky for some of this year. He probably gets the nod here. He's five and two with a 358 ERA a 290 ERA in his last three starts. So he's in great form as well. Uh, I think this is one where like he goes good enough. Kentucky edges it out, but there's a lot of runs scored on both teams. Yeah. I mean the, the overs, the overs got a cash here. <laughs> Look, maybe you don't have that much money to throw on every over, which like I said, I gave you a plan. Our ad, our company, um, you know, edge boost, edge boost will, will, will hook you up if you're in that spot. And there's no interest or anything. They're not trying to get you. But what I'm saying not is, not at all. This over is going to cash in this game. I feel very good about that. I can't take balls. Look, I would love to see Ball State come in to Lexington, Kentucky, and get this win. I just can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. At 9 a.m. though, we also have, and if you listen to yesterday's show, the Texas Tech Red Raiders are taking on the Yukon Huskies. Uh, this game is, is this Miami? Where is this again? This is in uh, Florida. This yeah, is my, Gainesville. Uh, Gainesville. Okay. I was going to say Coral Gables. Um, this game is interesting because we were all over the place on this one. I feel like Mac was on Texas tech cause he's a big 12 mm-hmm. guy and he's, he's just blindly taking the big 12. Doesn't, it <laughs> he, doesn't he did matter. pass on Oklahoma to suck up to you and take East Carolina. Though. That's true. Keep but down. Oklahoma's on the way out the door of the big 12. So it gives him an excuse also. Uh, <laughs> Look, I like this UConn team. I watched I watched UConn against uh, you know Stanford last year in Palo Alto. I've watched them some this year. Now this over under is at twelve and a half. I know you think, man, it's a pretty big number. Blindly system play, take the over on this. UConn's plus one thirty five to win this outright. Noah, I'm not taking the plus one and a half that they're getting run wise at minus one twenty. I'm taking the plus one thirty five. I think this is a game. I think this is a game. And I think UConn can win this game. Now, Texas Tech's a good team. We did see them, you know, have a, a, a good showing. Obviously, I don't want to touch base on that game that you lost a bunch of money on too much. But uh, am I crazy for taking UConn plus 135? Because I've already bet this thing. <laughs> yeah, you're a little bit crazy. They're going to, like, again, pitching matchups not confirmed. Neither team has put out a game preview, but Mason Molina is the best arm in this uh, Gainesville regional. He's five and two on the year with a 372 ERA, 98 strikeouts and 77 innings. This is a guy that is putting Texas Tech in a position to win every game that he's on the mound. UConn's just not the same team as they were last year. Their their ace, if you want to call him an ace, is Stephen Quigley. He's got a 478, uh, 475 ERA, uh, 69 strikeouts and 72 innings. Just uh, not a great ability to miss bats in the Big East Conference. This is a guy that I have that I, I have a feeling could get blown up by Texas tech. And this is one reason why we take these overs. I like, I like Texas tech on the money line here. If Molina throws so minus minus one sixty five would be a, a borderline straight play parlay piece for sure. For me. Mm, mm. And uh honk is just talking about, didn't yeah, we make so money last year on Friday night unders the Friday night unders are when they're pitching against their conference foes. Now they're going up against a lot of, major teams under the bright lights. This is a team that, or this is a spot where not a lot of guys live up to the pressure, especially if, I mean, these books are setting them for Friday night aces because they've been burned on those unders all year long. There's different balls that they're using. I'm telling you. So the laces are just lower. What what does he say? Nace Matera laces out. Uh, (laughs) No, dude. I mean, John Vetter, me and John Vetter, we're on the same page here. Huskies are barking. Huskies are barking, baby. Let's fucking go. All right. Let's 
go. Uh, let's I'm jump up. Currently writing down every over as we pick them on the pod. So if they move, I mean, these are the totals that we picked them at. So yeah. True. Uh, 10 a.m. on the West, 1 uh, p.m. on the East, if my math is correct, which should always, you should always double check. Uh, Lipscomb and Clemson doing battle. Lipscomb's catching three and a half runs at minus 150. Stay. This is, this is a spot that I have circled pre tournament. I really think Lipscomb's live here. They've got an ace in Logan Van Treek. 350 ERA, eight and four with 101 strikeouts and 82.1 innings or 82.1 innings. Yes. Um, Clemson's starting rotations a little bit mixed up because Caden Grice is their ace, but he pitches later on in the weekend. That way he's able to hit and play the field as well. So I think they're going to throw Austin Gordon here. Who's not nearly as good as some other pitchers in the country. This is a very good spot for Lipscomb, but don't play the plus three and a half. At minus one fifty, that's what I was trying to say right right before. I would just play play the plus two forty on the money line, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I think if you're if you if you're getting action on this game, uh, besides the over twelve runs, by the way, which the, is set, it's set at twelve runs right now. Yeah, the uh, minus one fifty on that plus three and a half is just not worth the squeeze. Just go for the money line. Yeah, go for the fucking money line here. Plus two forty. Look. I know it sounds crazy because we've only talked about four games, but I, and I'm going to have action on Army, UConn, and Lipscomb. You're going to have action <laughs> on every game, Colby. Come on. I know, but but, I, but I, look I, on the over. I'm not touching that Ball State Kentucky game. I got to be honest. Uh, like I'm taking the over on the 11, but as far as Ball State or can like I'm not going to take Kentucky minus three and a half at plus 110. I'm sorry. I just feel like you never know what can happen late in the game, so uh, I'm not touching that. I am touching the over 11 runs on that game though in Lexington. This one though, I'm 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 going to sprinkle some on the plus 240 with Lipscomb. You have to. Let's go. Uh and the over 12. So, now we jump over to Northeastern who we alluded to in the past two nights uh if you've been watching our shows. Northeastern has already beaten Maryland. All right? Yeah. They this is in what? Winston Salem, I believe it is. Yeah. And the over under is at 13 and a half. Uh Northeastern is only plus one Oh five on the money line, which obviously I think they know the books know that Northeastern's baseball team has beaten the Terps. So you're seeing it there, but Noah, you're, you're still riding the plus one Oh five here, huh? Yes, I, I am. I'm looking at Northeastern's write up. I'm scanning it right real quick, but I don't, I don't see a, listed matchup pitching matchup. So again, like kind of gamesmanship, the coaches aren't trading pitchers here, but Northeastern did right and do a write up. So this is one that I have a feeling we're not going to know prior to the game. Northeastern has an ACE and Avon Caverell. He's nine and three with a two twenty six ERA. This is a team that's already beaten the Terps once this season. I think this is another good look on a short dog. And they beat him nine to two uh, back, back on May 9th. Uh, so 11 runs, I know they're setting it at 13 and a half. So even they have adjusted to uh, what happened last year, but I still think they haven't adjusted correctly. They also beat Yukon 12 to three this year. This is a good team. This is a good team. Yeah. I mean, look, they, they also have knocked, they beat Boston college six to two back at back in March and uh, the Duke blue devils as well. All those yeah. teams playing in this field, Indiana state, they swept Indiana state. My, my best guess who who goes from Maryland is Nick Dean. He's got a 486 ERA. So yeah, I, I'm jumping on, I'm jumping. I, I, I think know, it's a great play. Yeah. It's only plus one Oh five, but Hey, you know, I just think they're the better team. Like yeah, I said, there's a reason why they're that short. And if you're looking at teams that are in the field, they, they, like I said, they swept Three, three, you know, they beat Indiana State three to zero, uh, th- uh-huh. three games to zero, and uh, then they beat Duke, they beat Maryland, they beat Boston College. This team is battle tested too against a lot of teams that have ended up in this field. So, I think yeah. uh, I think they're going to be able to shell out against the Maryland and, Terrapins. And Colby, the thirteen and a half is usually a normal run line uh, or total line for college baseball. You'll see them around twelve and a half, thirteen, or thirteen and a half. All of these lower numbers are ace numbers, by the way. Yeah, so well, those I mean, I, are the ones that haven't. I was uh, comparing adjusted. it to the fact that it was nine to two in the first in the first outing yeah. or the only outing against the Maryland Terrapins, but uh, gotcha. but yeah, yeah. So thirteen and a half there. 
Jump on in on Northeastern. Bring back your football program while you're at it, you filthy whores. All right. Um, let's jump down to the next one. Xavier, Oregon. Oregon's laying one and a half at plus one fifteen. You know what that sounds a little crazy? That does not sound a little crazy to old Dundee. Uh, I'm not buying into this uh Xavier Musketeers team, but the over-unders at eleven and a half, so like Noah just said. Aces are wild. Um, and then you have uh Xavier, the Musketeers at plus one twenty five on the money line. This is one where I think you go chalk. I think you go chalk. I think we bet on Oregon. I'm actually tempted to lay the one and a half at plus one fifteen. Am I a maniac here, Noah? No, I mean Oregon did pull off the four game sweep of Xavier in the first weekend of the season. Um currently looking, there's no uh Xavier did put out a write-up here. I'm scrolling through it. Nothing's jumping off the page of who they're gonna start here. So I think that uh that over Brant, under by the way, eleven and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I think that Brant Alazis could start for Xavier here. Um he's got 16 starts on the season, a 387 ERA, 98 strikeouts in hundred innings. This is another guy that's gonna be pitching to contact and the balls. They're going to fly a little bit further. Um, and as for Oregon, their pitching rotations a little bit jumbled right now. They went deep in the Pac-12 tournament and they won it. So they played four games last weekend. I think Logan Mercado is going to be the most rested starting pitcher for them. And he's not their ace. Uh, their ace is actually Jay Stoffel, who's hurt. Logan Mercado has an ERA in the sixes. So there's going to be runs scored in this game. Yeah. Yeah. And then we jump over As for the side. Give me Oregon. I like your angle there. Yeah. I'm all over the ducks here, man. I'm all over the ducks and uh, man, you know, the next one just makes so much sense for me. The next one is, you know, the Campbell camels taking on the ultimate Pussies, the NC, <laughs> NC State, but um, look, I, I'm joking. But uh, Campbell's laying one and a half at plus one ten, uh, over unders at thirteen. Uh, Campbell minus one fifty five on the money line. Meanwhile, the Wolfpack plus one twenty five on the money line. I am going. I'm, you know me, I'm laying the one and a half at plus one ten. I uh, look, I get it, Campbell. You know they they they've been a good team though. Then they have that chip on the shoulder, but at the same time you can pull up stuff and say, well, they beat ECU 14, 13 back, uh, you know, May 16th, they, 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 uh, they blew out UNC Wilmington who's in this field, but they, you know, they had some close games. They beat Carolina, North Carolina uh, early in early May. They took a loss to Duke. Um, they, they lost a couple games to coastal earlier this year. So there is a little bit of, of concern, I think, but I know NC State's cowards, and I know that uh, Wilmington will get it. I'm sorry, Campbell will get it done. So I'm gonna lay. I'm laying the one and a half, man. What are you doing? So no pitchers here for this game either. NC State uh, lost to Campbell in the 2019 Greenville Regional, uh, five to four. Uh, So that's something to keep in mind here that uh, Campbell has beaten NC State in a tournament setting before. NC State's a little bit tough to predict what they're going to do. They have four starting pitchers and really that's like their whole uh, rotate uh, whole pitching staff uh, with an addition of Justin Lawson, who's basically been their best reliever, but they'll throw their starting pitchers in relief. Um, Matt Willitson has typically started game ones for them. He's got a 354 ERA, 79 strikeouts and 76.1 innings. His opponents are hitting 252 against him. So again, another guy that doesn't really miss bats that well. Campbell has the one of the best dudes in the country and Cade cooler, 282 ERA. He's eight and zero on the season with 87 strikeouts and 67 innings. Again, wait for the pitching matchup to be confirmed. But if this, if Campbell is throwing cooler, they are the pick, but I wouldn't lay minus one fifty five with them. I just settle with the total. And, and let's jump over and talk about uh, Let's stay in the great state of North Carolina. As far as teams go, UNC Wilmington is taking on Duke. Wilmington lost a game to NC State in extra innings earlier this year, uh, but they did get the best of TCU uh, in a three-game series, and they they have also scored some nice wins. Uh, got got the best of Northeastern. We just alluded to earlier. They are taking on the Duke Blue Devils. Um, this one I'm currently seeing Duke minus one and a half. 
13 and a half is the run total. Uh, Wilmington, a plus 150 on the money line. Fucking love it. <laughs> I know I'm going with a lot of dogs. Uh, I feel like, well, no. What did I go chalk with? Oregon, Campbell, and Kentucky. The dogs are barking, though, man. Dogs are barking. Give me Wilmington plus one fifty. What do you What do you think about that play? Uh, I think it's a good play. I think UNCW has a great shot at coming out of this regional. And Duke's offenses just have a tendency to start slow. And honestly, I have no clue who they're going to start here because their ace Jonathan Santucci is done for the year, and Alex Gao has been rumored to be hurt right now. So he's been typically their game one starter. I don't know what they're going to do here uh, in game one against UNCW. Um, so that immediately takes me to UNCW. And I think they're going to have um, Zane Taylor on the mound with a 325 ERA, 7-2 and two record. Uh, so they have their best pitcher who's healthy going. I think I give them the better edge in this game uh, against Duke. But uh, Duke's staff is deep. Um, but again, it's, it's an, it's an over here and look for the picks page for a money line play tomorrow morning. Yeah. Wilmington baby Seahawks. I was on their campus in the past year. Uh, Washington is taking on Dallas Baptist at that same time. You know, we've been, uh, pr- uh we've been very fond of Dallas Baptist on this podcast. So when I yeah. see them laying one and a half at plus plus one twenty, <laughs> that's a run line. I'm going to play. I think dude. So uh, the over/unders at uh, twelve. Washington's plus one hundred on the money line. I think Dallas. Ba- I'm laying the one and a half. I think that's the angle. If you're going to bet Dallas Baptist, lay the one and a half. You get the plus one twenty odds. And obviously, we're on the over. What do you think about that play? Yeah. So Dallas Baptist is going to have the better pitcher and Ryan Johnson on the mound to start this game. Uh, no, it's not confirmed again because we we don't have anything here. But uh, Ryan Johnson on the year, he's eight and three with a 387 ERA. And Washington offensively has been really inconsistent over the last two weeks. Burned me a couple of times that I've given out, given them out on this podcast. Um, the guy that is on full rest and could start here for Washington is Jared Engman. He's three and four with a 566 ERA. He's not their best arm that's healthy right now. It would be Stu Flesland, but he'd be throwing on short rest only. Uh, four days on only four days of rest uh, for Stu. So I, I would, if I was Washington, I think they would probably pitch uh Engman here. Oh, you got to load up on Dallas Baptist. I just think you have to load up on Dallas Baptist. Let's go. Um, I'm intrigued about this next matchup. Very intrigued. I know we kind of shit on right state when we did the show yesterday or two days ago, I think it was yesterday. Uh, they're in Terry Hote taking on Indiana State. And Indiana State's laying one and a half. The run totals at eleven and a half. So aces are wild. Uh, but right state, the Raiders out of the horizon are plus one fifty five. I know we kind of shit on them. But if you're looking for a crazy dog, you know, uh we kind of think Indiana State's a little bit of fool's gold. I think we had them beating Wright State, but I mean you look at Wright State, they did beat Kentucky in Lexington back in February twelve to nine. They kept it close uh, in another outing uh, against Arkansas in Fayetteville, where they lost six to two. Um, they they beat Army two out of three games. Um, this is a team that I feel like could keep it close. Now, I know we took Indiana State, so I don't want to sound like too much of a maniac, but not a crazy play, right? I, I'm st- I, I think we still take Indiana state, but not a crazy play. Cause I could totally see this being a game with Wright state plus plus one fifty-five. I'm taking Indiana state, but uh, I don't think it's that crazy of a play you. Yeah. So I kind of like a little bit of an inside scouting report on Wright state's ACE. Um, but uh, it's uh, why is his name escaping me for a second? I'm doing like so many things at once trying to pull up a couple of things, but it's Sebastian Gongora. And basically he throws 80% fastball and that works when you're pitching against horizon league teams. Uh, he sits around 89 to 93. Um, but against the team like Indiana state, who's kind of been, we don't seriously know how good they're going to be, but right States more the competition that they've been used to being to play all season long. Gongora 
is 10 and one on paper with a 292 ERA. Uh, opponents hitting 220 against him. I think that Indiana State should fare pretty well against him. Um, and but, but what, State, what do you do though? You lay the one and a half at minus one ten, or do you do you go money line at minus one ninety? I think you probably lay the if you're going to take the Sycamores, so, you take the one you minus one and a half, right? Yeah, if you if you bet it, it would be the minus one and a half because the minus one ninety, you're either you're laying a ton of juice there, or your jump or your go to would be throw them into a money line parlay, which I always advise on plays that are like minus one seventy or above. For Indiana State, they'd be starting Matt Jacek here. He's got a 390 ERA in 14 starts, uh, 93 strikeouts in 92.1 innings. His opponents are hitting 256 off of him. So this is another game that I see uh, see quite a bit of offense happening here. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like uh, I I think if you're playing Indiana State, you, you go minus one and a half. I like the over, obviously, and. Uh, Samford is taking on Southern Miss. If you listen to our episode yesterday, I feel like all three, me, Ryan McIntyre, yourself, all in on Southern Miss. They're laying two and a half as the run total. That's plus one twenty. If if you you want to get crazy, uh, the over unders at nine and a half. Samford plus one sixty five on the money line. Uh, Southern Miss minus two hundred five. Uh, the over, I think. Southern Miss going to get there by themselves. You heard it here first. All right. You heard it. You, you heard it here first, um, and then, uh, man, as far as to, I, I've laid the two and a half plus one twenty. Fuck it, let's go. Uh, what are you doing here, Noah? I don't know if Southern Miss is going to get there on their own. However, I do know that Samford won't get there on their own. Southern Miss is going to start Tanner Hall. I assume here uh, again, nothing confirmed, but Tanner Hall is. Uh, 12 and three on the season with the 223 ERA, 109 strikeouts and 97 innings. And for Stan- Samford, uh, I think that Jacob Cravey could get the ball. He's nine and two with a 319 ERA, 121 strikeouts and 98.2 innings pitched. Uh, this one on paper looks like it's going to be a low scoring game, which means that's why the total set at nine and a half. But again, for all the reasons that we stated in the first 15 minutes of this podcast, we're taking overs on Friday. Overs everywhere, uh, but I'll tell you, uh, I see juice here that I like. Louisiana Lafayette's playing Texas. They're plus one fifty. I know you're a filthy whore and you're going with Texas. I am taking Louisiana Lafayette plus one fifty on the money line to win. It's gonna happen, and you could take that to the bank, baby. Let's go. Um, that over, uh, that over under, by the way, set at ten. Set at ten. Overs cashing, and plus one fifty on the money line. Noah says I'm crazy. I already know this. Um, do we need to, to highlight anything here? Yeah, I think you're a little bit crazy here. Uh, I will be on Texas basically because they have a uh, dominant top two starters in Lucas Gordon and LeBaron Johnson Jr. And I think if they throw either one of them, they should be able to come out of this game just fine. Texas, it's not the first two games of the weekend that worries me. It's the last three that they could end up playing. So I like Texas on the money line here in this game. All right, then you got LSU Tulane. We were just talking about this earlier. Tulane plus four forty on the money line. You want to get crazy? <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, Thirteen and a half is the run total. I don't even know what to advise people in this game besides the over. I yeah, can't. That's, that's what you yeah. do advise people yeah. on. Uh, so for LSU. Again, we talked about it when Hawkins jumped in here. He likes to talk about LSU as soon as he jumps in the podcast and make us talk about his team uh, instead of waiting when they come up in chronological order of the, <laughs> of the games. But the the thing about LSU here is we've talked about it all season long. Paul Skeens is incredible. He's the best pitcher in the country. Ty Floyd has been solid behind him as their, their second best starting pitcher. Garrett Edwards and Chase Shores suffered injuries ending their season uh, earlier this year. And those were their two most reliable relievers. Riley Cooper stepped up, but that's just one guy. They, you need about six pitchers to get you through a regional. I think LSU had a very favorable draw helping them out. And that's one reason why I have, I had no choice, but to uh, take them to get to Omaha. They're laying Uh, four and a half. Don't even touch this. They have one of the best offenses in the country. That's the reason why. Uh, starting for Tulane, I think could be uh, 
Ricky Castro. He last pitched one inning on the 28th, so he'll be somewhat rested here. But it's either Castro or Carmouche. Those have been their go-to starters all season long. I think it, they probably have to go Castro, who's 4-6 and six with a 5-14 ERA. Not good. I think that this Tigers offense is really going to feast here. Skeens or not, there's going to be a lot of a lot of runs scored. Yeah, and oh man, I mean, look, we got to speed it up though. There's a lot of games left. Santa Clara, Arkansas. We gave our advice. Uh, Razorbacks all day. That's let it minus three and a half. The over unders at eleven. If you want to get crazy, the, the the Broncos are plus two forty five on the money line, but you're pissing away money in my opinion. I think the Razorbacks handle biz. Um, I, I, we got to speed it up a little bit because of how many games are still on the slate. But uh, I mean, is there anything worth noting besides just don't be a fucking idiot here? It's yeah. You, you can't play a, a side in this game, laying a ton of juice on Arkansas when Arkansas uh, Santa Clara does have a really good pitching staff here. The total set at 11. I like the over. Yeah. Over Troy, Boston College. We alluded to this one. We kind of like Troy as a live dog here, though, but they're only plus 110 because the game's in Alabama and they're a pretty damn good team. Uh, the over unders at 11 and a half. Trojans. Trojan man. What are you doing here? Yeah, so this one's a, a fade of Boston College for me. Uh, Chris Flynn has been their best pitcher so far this season, but he's typically thrown on the second day of the series so far this year. Uh, so I don't know who Boston college is going to throw the guy that's been throwing the first game of the series is Henry leak. And he's got an ERA in the mid sixes. Grayson Stewart is probably going to throw for Troy here. He's been great so far this season, nine and two with a three fifty five ERA. This is a guy that I'm looking to back tomorrow if he throws. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, picks page sports gambling podcast.com folks. You're going to see us. You're going to see us locking that up. I think San Jose state Sanford. We're talking about this one. I know you went with Stanford because you support private school pussies, but I am buying into the Sparty San Jose state, but uh, they're giving away free tickets and they're giving away wins carved straight to the bone in Palo Alto, baby. Plus two ten. Look, I don't know. This one's kind of a crazy play. The over is going to hit on the 12 and a half. Give me the, give me, I'm, I'm actually probably not going to play this game, but I'm saying besides the over, besides the over. Yeah. I like Stanford here. I don't see them losing here in game one. Even if they don't start Quinn Matthews, I think their offense is just too good. And San Jose state, San Jose state just doesn't have a dude at the top of their rotation. Florida a and M in Florida, Florida's laying five and a half runs. Whew. The, to- the, the over unders at 15 and a half. Uh, plus six seventy five. You want to get? Who wants to get really crazy? <laughs> no, don't do this. Don't do this on this one. It's not actually yeah. that crazy. Yeah. So there's this thing. You're, you're over buying the last, into the Rattlers. Florida chokes. I'm I'm saying it like it's it's happened before. The last two seasons, every one seed. I mean this. Every one seed has won their first game of the regional. Every one seed except for Florida in 2021, when they lost to South Florida, they got crushed and they went to Owen two and they were bounced in their own regional that they hosted. Florida just has a history of not showing up for I'm some not, of these regionals. Plus not 675 is I'm not crazy. That is great. Put <laughs> I mean, 20 it's, bucks it's on not, that shit. Yeah, it's not crazy. Shout out to the guy that DM me today. He DM me that trend and I just used it. I didn't really think I was going to, but now I'm going to get his name. Keep going though. Yeah. Let's give him a little, let's give him some, some cred. Uh, Look, 15 and a half. I still say over. I still say over. This is going to be like Florida actually came out and they announced who's starting this game. It's Jack Caglione. And of the three guys that have plenty of talent in the starting rotation for the Gators, he's the guy that's been the most shaky over the last three weeks. Yeah. Who's this guy, by the way, you got his name, his, well, his code name or username is Travon Brazil enthusiast oh, uh, after I, the, yeah. yeah. So um, he said <laughs> the last two years, every national seed, which is the top eight seeds have won their game. He parlayed them together and the odds came out at plus three twenty eight. He put 20 bucks on it. So he asked Oof. me how I felt about it. I looked into <laughs> it and since COVID uh, since 2021, 31 of the 32 one seeds have won the first game of their regional. The only one that didn't was the Florida Gators. Uh, hilarious. You're talking me into betting on six, seven plus six seventy five. 
a team that's getting five and a half runs. Um, I'm just, I, I don't know. Maybe check the picks page. Charlotte, <laughs> the clits taking on Tennessee. This is one I feel pretty decent about laying the two and a half runs. I get it. Charlotte, you know, they're it's hard to fade the clits, but uh, plus 200 on the money line for the, for Charlotte. Uh, this is in Clemson, South Carolina and the over unders at 11 and a half. I'm on the Vols and I know it's a chalky side, but I, I think it's going to come through. What are you doing here? Yeah, this one definitely is a little chalky. Um, probably starting for Charlotte is uh, Wyatt Hudepool. He's only six and six on the year with a 4.44 ERA. It's not a bad play because uh, Andrew Lindsay has been throwing game ones for the final second, like the second half of the season for Tennessee, and he's looked really good for them on the season. He is uh, sorry, he is. Where's Lindsay at? He's two and two with a 254 ERA. He started the season as a reliever. Um, he's only got 56 innings pitched, but he's been pretty solid in that game one role for Tennessee. Let's go. Let's go, Vols. Uh, Maine, the Black Bears, take it on Miami, Florida, and, Cor- and Coral Gables. Miami's laying four and a half. The overs under uh, is at 13 and a half. Maine, the Black Bears are, like, look, the Cocaine Bears have treated us well. As far as uh, I remember in FCS. FCS college football. We do a show. If you're an FCS college football fan uh, on the college football experience, but we're going to have our own feed soon. Uh, But they, they were, they were like two and nine or three and eight or something last year, but they were covering, they were covering a lot. Then in college basketball, we gave it away. Me and you Noah. All right. Uh, 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 Against Boston college. They were like 20 point dogs. I feel like or 19 and a half point dogs. And they hit for us on the money line. Yeah, give him out at seventeen to one on a TikTok yeah, video. <laughs> insane, absolutely insane. Uh, so I, I, part of me just to be on brand is I got to take the three hundred on 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 the main Black Bears plus three hundred. But I know we like Miami in this matchup, but plus three hundred system play. Cocaine Bears are a team. Let's go. Am I? Uh, I, I, I you going to touch this game besides the over? Uh. The plus four and a half is not a terrible look for me. Like I've had a terrible read on Miami throughout the whole season. Uh, so that's why I, I said, Hey, put your money where your mouth is and win me this regional uh, with Miami on my bracket. But uh, Maine, they'll have Yanni uh, Gambardella going. He's six and three with a two ninety one ERA. Uh, I think he's going to uh, be their starting pitcher in this game. Um, and for, Miami, it's probably Gage Zeal, but again, like he's been really up and down throughout the season, and I haven't been able to get a great read on any of these Miami guys. So uh, their offense will show up. So I'll take the over. Uh, George Mason, Wake Forest. I've keyed on this plus five thirty. See, instead of taking Florida A <laughs> and M, I know you have you have Wake winning it all. Fuck it, Mason plus five thirty system play. No, um, yeah, I don't know. Over fourteen. That's the play. Yeah. Over 14. Then you got the only se- way the only way you can carve this game up, truly. Uh Central Connecticut State, South Carolina. That's over that's that over under is at 15 plus 675 on the money line for the Blue Devils. It's pretty wild. Um but uh any chance the Blue Devils could pull the upset in Columbia? I don't know. It depends on who South Carolina decides to pitch because these one seeds, they can have uh, the thought process of, Hey, we throw off this game. We save one of our better pitchers and we have a better shot at winning the regional. If we can save some of these guys Um, as for the blue devils, they'll probably start Dominic Neiman who has a 276 ERA. He's 12 and two on the year uh, with 90 strikeouts and 97.2 innings. Um, Again, like, one way to kind of like see through a lot of these stats is if they have less strikeouts than innings pitched, you know, that the kind of mid major competition has been hitting them around a little bit and they've not faced uh, offenses like especially um, South Carolina. So if South Carolina wakes up, I think that they are going to put a hurting on the blue devils here. Yeah. This game. Penn Auburn, the over unders at 12 pens plus two fifteen on the money line. Don't play at Auburn Penn's live. You think so? Yeah. Penn is Penn is one of those teams that everybody is talking about right now. They have one of the best pitching staffs and Auburn is a team that could end up not throwing Tommy Vale their ace. 
Um, Penn has three legit starters from it's from the Ivy League, so you got to take it with a grain of salt. But uh, they probably throw Ryan. Uh, uh, when did he last pitch? Yeah, Ryan Dombrowski. He's seven and two with a two eighty seven ERA, eighty seven strikeouts, and sixty two innings pitched. Auburn, they really mm. have. They rely on uh, Tommy Vale and Chase Alsop has thrown pretty good lately. It depend. It all depends on who Auburn starts because Penn could very well be worth the worth the shot here. I'm staying away. Uh, Indiana, West Virginia. You know I'm on moneyline Max Mountaineers here. Uh, they're minus one fifty, but I would just lay the one and a half at plus one oh five. They're taking on your Indiana Hoosiers out of the Big Ten. The over unders at twelve. Uh, you went West. You went Dub V two, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Because uh, I, I think that they have the most complete team in this regional. I really do. Like they have a good one-two punch in the starting rotation that I, my, my thought process was they're going to win their first two games and they'll have two bullets in the regional final on Sunday. So I like West Virginia to win this first game, Iowa and North Carolina, UNC. Uh, we this went game sneaky? Is, does no, it does have confirmed pitchers. Hold on there. Uh, their pitching matchup did come out earlier today. So, so uh, the odds though, on this is Iowa minus one and a half at plus one thirty. Uh, Carolina plus one and a half, obviously, but minus one sixty on that juice. Uh, the over under is eleven and a half. There, the Tar Heels are plus one hundred on the money line, and and uh, the Hawkeyes are minus one thirty on the money line. We both, we I, actually all three of us picked Iowa, I believe, uh, yesterday. But uh, what do we what do we got here, news wise? So Iowa is minus one thirty. I like that price. Mark and Marcus Morgan is on the mound. He's four and two with a three eighty eight ERA going up against Jake uh, Knapp, who's five and three with a four seventy nine. Uh, these these are the listed pitchers for this game. These coaches did trade names. So uh, just this always happens. Like whether you want the other team to be able to scout your pitcher a little bit more or not, like. It, yeah. It's all up to the head coaches whether they want to do this. So Jake Knapp is going. He's probably their third best starter for North Carolina, um, but he's the one on mo- uh, full rest because North Carolina d- did go deep in the ACC tournament last weekend. So uh, I like Iowa here at minus one. Yeah, let's get let's jump in on those Hawkeyes. Uh, battle of Oklahoma uh, in the state of Oklahoma between two Oklahoma schools: Oral Roberts, Oklahoma State. OK, State's laying two and a half at plus one oh five. Uh, if you're going to take the two and a half, it's at minus one thirty-five. The over/unders at thirteen. Bob Roberts, aka Oral Roberts, is plus one seventy on the money line. I'm just taking the over in this game. Staying away. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm taking the over, and Oklahoma State would be my pick here. Yeah, and then you got uh, Oklahoma and East Carolina. You know. Uh, lay on the one and a half at plus one Oh five. Uh, the over 10 and a half ECU is going to get there themselves. Um, Oklahoma's plus one twenty five on the money line. I know you probably like it. Uh, both teams are throwing their aces here. They're both listed. Trey is savage for East Carolina. One of the best names in the country and Braden Carmichael, who's eight and no with a two seventy five ERA. Tragic so magic for, for the game. I'd probably take Oklahoma. Yep. And that is why you <laughs> are a loser, my friend. <laughs> I'm taking um, the over, but I ain't betting Oklahoma on the money. Yeah, money. Don't piss away your money. Carolina minus my, or I'm sorry. East Carolina minus one and a half. Oh, you guys aren't stuck up and call yourself Carolina. No, no, no. Just we, Carolina. Don't, we don't do that. Should we say ECU G Vegas, something like that. Uh, Eastern Illinois Vanderbilt. You know, my opinions on this game. The over/unders at fourteen. Vandy's laying four and a half. EIU is plus five hundred, but don't touch it with the ten foot pole. V- give me the. This is even one that I'm scared of the over. <laughs> but I still think we get there just because I think one Van- that Vanderbilt might get on their own. Well, I, I I see Vandy winning this like ten to one, and I'm like, uh, but I'm still betting the over just in case. Just just doing it. But uh, yeah, give me that. Uh, and there will be a few games like that where they come out and they're just blowouts, and it's 
what, 11 to one on the total, that's 13. But the, the whole point of the trend is that out of the 30 games you're going to have last year, we had 21 winners and only nine losses. So then you have Sam Houston state, Oregon state. We touched on this. The beeves got some injuries. So you might have a, a live dog with Sam Houston at plus plus one thirty-five. This is in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, over under 12 and a half. Give me Sam Houston. Shout out to go. Yeah. Bearcats. Yeah. No clue on who's pitching in this game for either team. Uh, but if Trent seller goes, Trent sellers goes for Oregon state, he's got an ERA in the mid fives. Sam Houston has a really dangerous offense. Bearcats at uh, plus one thirty-five, very live. Arizona TCU. We alluded to this uh, on on the the other night's show. TCU is my play. I like laying the one and a half at plus one fifteen. Now at the same time, Zona uh, the Wildcats are plus one fifteen on the money line. The over under is at twelve and a half. Uh, give me the Horn Frogs. I think you're with me. Uh, lockstep here, right? Yeah, I'm on ECU or ECU. I'm on TCU here. Um, I need to check to see who they're starting because uh, if it's uh, Ryan Vanderhey, I'd rather just pass and settle for the over. Uh, however, Cole Klecker has been really good lately um, for them. He's nine and four on the year with a 4.04 ERA. Uh, but yeah, no no confirmation on who's pitching in this game. We're we're recording this at seven Eastern. So just no clue right now. Uh, all right. And the nightcap, uh, the final game, Cal state Fullerton, a and M uh, you know, shout out to Cam Kerr, the graphics guy for us. Um, he is uh, an a and M grad and I was telling him I've already placed the wager on a and M I'm nervous about this one. This is more of like a sympathy play. Cause I'm friends with them. Uh, cause I, I Fullerton's a weird team to me and they, they have a strong culture too. And, uh, I over 10 and a half runs. I like that, but uh, man, um, I don't feel great about it, but I'm going a and M. I actually bet the minus one and a half at plus plus one ten. Am I a maniac Noah? No. Cause I mean, Texas a and M their pitching has been stellar over the last week and it's really hard to get a read on them, whether they're going to get hot and stay hot right now, or if it was just a positive blip in the radar here. I think that uh, Troy Wansing did relieve in that uh, he was either Saturday's or Sunday's game. So I don't know if he's going to start game one. He's the guy that went nine complete uh, one hit allowed. I think will Johnston throws here. He only gave up three runs to one of the best offenses in LSU. He's in good form. So um, yeah, just look for those two names. And if they are on the mound, a and M, might not be a bad parlay piece or on the run line here. You all American son of a bitch. There you go, buddy. Look, that's our show folks. Get the SGPN app. We're posting all these picks. So when we find out who's pitching in all these games, you're going to want to look over there. Uh, SGPN apps free to download in the app store and Google play store. Also, you can just go to sports and click on picks and you'll see the picks that we have made. You also will see a lock emoji next to the ones we, we, we want to lock up. That means we've personally mm-hmm. bet those. So yep. hop on over there. Also give Noah Beanick a follow on Twitter at 77 NB. He is the motherfucking man. All right. And uh, look, give me a follow on Twitter at the Colby D the college baseball experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. So give that a follow and uh, yeah. All right. I can't wait for tomorrow, man. This is the college baseball experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. X marks the spot. X marks the crossroads. Two straight lines crossing over in the middle. That's the letter you must see to find the treasure or the clue. Or the X-ray machine that's looking right inside of you. Is the letter without which one could not do? X marks the spot.